Bless you. I'm coughing. I know. I still You're want one you. of those. I still want you to be blessed. Mm. Is that okay? I mean, it's fine, I guess. Yes, you know sir. how blessed you you know how blessed you got started? Uh please do tell. It was during the uh bubonic plague. Uh priests they used to wear these big long masks. Like if you ever seen like one of those big long bird masks and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's that started during the plague back then. Uh because they would basically use it to stay away from people. Uh and uh whenever somebody would sneeze, they would say, bless you, as in literally, God bless you, because you, we think you might have the plague. Mm. Uh, and that's where, that's where it got started. Obviously, it's not where it ended, but it is where it got started. Gotcha. Well, obviously, Janessa didn't give a damn. She just walked straight off, so there's that. Yeah, yeah, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I already know. I was trying to check something. Well, now that she you're back. Care. Now that you're she back. didn't care at all. Magic words, please. Boom, chakalaka. Tip of the world. Tip of the world. Yeah, tip of the world. Tip of the world. Yeah, tip of the world. Tip of the world. Yeah, tip of the world. Tip of the world. Yeah, tip of the world. I don't know why I took a bite of my sandwich right when it was time to start, but <laughs> welcome, uh, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, people of all over the world. Thank you once again for joining us here at the Worst Ones Podcast. If this is your first time here, we are PK's Preacher's Kids, who are apparently the worst. Uh, my name is Rudy Wilson. I am a host. We have Janessa Rowland. She's a host. We got Terry Wheezy. He's a host. I am host. nothing. I'm nothing. <laughs> he I just is, show up. He's here. And mm. Kelly Lee should be here momentarily. Uh, and she's also a host. Um, so yeah, we're Not here, for right? long with this attendance record. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, what, Janessa? <laughs> Uh, how are how are thou? How was your week? You know, I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, I decided that February was going to be the month that I get it together. You know how January people got their New Year's resolution and all. Mm-hmm. I kind of missed that. So February, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, we in there. And so um, I'm actually doing, and I wish Kelly was on to tell her, but I'm doing Berean's 14 uh, day fast. Mm. That they just started on Monday this our son Monday yeah Monday of this week, so I've been doing that and uh, been intentional about my workout and my wellness and trying to eat better. Um, you know it's going pretty well. So I don't complaints. I don't have much confidence in this fast because you don't even know what day it started. So like, how do we know? <laughs> how, do we, how do we know you even started on the right day? Like, let's because, okay. So. So, because I never know what day of the week it is. This whole COVID and teleworking, like, okay, is it is it Wednesday <laughs> or is it Thursday? I don't know. Okay. I feel that. I got you. I got you. All right. Well, you definitely sound better. I mean, I feel like this fast is helping you out most of the time. You can, like, well, not say most of the time, but 
for some weeks now, you've definitely came stressed, under pressure with school, moving. Yeah. That's why I had to, I had to refocus. I couldn't do that. I had to get it. I had to get it together. And for the record, I mean, it, it was just Chinese New Year, so you can technically say you was. You're right. New Year's resolution. <laughs> you, start, you start with them, so I get it. Start it, yes. Gotcha. But yeah. Right. That's yourself. And it, what what is the fast consist of? Like, is it was it? So, um, you know, each day you fast for some from something. Uh, I think Monday was. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Monday was... Lord, have mercy. <laughs> I just did it. <laughs> well, I can tell you what today is. Today is water only. Okay? Oh, wow. So today's water... I thought, you, I thought you said you're only giving up something. That's giving up everything. It's just water. <laughs> but it's only for today. So I'm trying to think. Yesterday was... Um, uh, Lord, why can't I think about this? Because well, you don't me, want to. You don't want to think about it. I actually modified yeah. it. So yeah. yesterday for me was no bread. And then the day before was meatless Mondays. So, yes. You, you, you need to get your lie together before you get on this podcast. Okay. It's not so, a lie. <laughs> can confirm, I promise. What's or up, Kelly? It's like hey. Lent. Hmm? I said, so it's like Lent. Um, this is just the way they're doing no, it. So, Kelly, I was telling them that I'm doing Baran's uh fast. Yeah, she's like, Baran got a fast. You talking about our Baran? All right, Monday, no bread. Yep, it's on the website. Oh, <laughs> so what, else, what else is on the agenda for the week? Oh, mercy. <laughs> this, is, this is why she is definitely the worst one <laughs> out, of, out of all of us. Mm. <laughs> you know, I was thinking we could do it together, me and Kelly, and she over here didn't even know what's the oh, thing. Right. <laughs> I thought I saw something on the Instagram page. Today, today is nothing but water. You obviously see she's eating, so I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Not um, only water. I think, Laura, if it's only water, then I'd have messed up. I Jan thought it was you can only drink water to to drink. Janessa but is not <laughs> on this fast like she thinks she is. <laughs> Let me hold on a second. You work with Kelly. All right, Terry. <laughs> Terry, how, how you doing, sir? <laughs> Are you actually doing something legit? Or are you over here lying? Like, like I'm not. <laughs> no, I am. Uh, I am back on keto. Uh, strangely enough, like right back. I, I put on about 25 pounds during this whole, uh, okay. you know, incident. So, you know, you guys, you know, nobody's alone here. Uh, so I'm back on keto because, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I the people I recommend it to uh, usually works for two thirds of them. But it seems like there's 30 to 35 percent of people that d it just doesn't work for. Mm -hmm. Like your body doesn't react to it. But, man, you talk about dropping weight fast. I mean, you're talking about dropping 20 pounds in like three or four weeks gotcha. uh, pretty quickly. So I'm doing that again. I have revived my uh, poker career, which, uh, you know, has made me uh, some money here lately. So that's fun. Uh, easy way to make a living. And uh, that's about it for me for the week. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do Janessa and, and Kelly, do y'all know how to play poker? I, I mean, I, I don't either. 
Well, I mean, I've been playing it since I was 14, and I've been playing it in card rooms since I was 18. So it does it does take a, a while to kind of master, but once you do, like I went twice this week and I'm up 600. So you know, it's it's not it's not a bad way to do things for something you enjoy. Yeah. You know. No, I just, I've just, I've just never played, so I don't, I don't even know like the rules. I just know how to play spades, Uno, and blackjack. That's it. Yeah, I know how to play those two. I'm pretty good at spades, actually. Uh, I started why? playing spades when I was in middle school. Why uh, you say actually? Like we wouldn't believe you. you can well, you good at spades? I guess. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's just put it this way. Um, because I grew up in such a, a heavily populated black community, they were usually pretty surprised when when they found out I was good at spades. Because it it does seem to have a moniker on it. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, I, I think it's I think it's more definitely celebrated. I would say in the black community, as far as like a game that we definitely gonna play. But yeah, uh, but in my mind, I don't I don't think I ever thought that anybody outside of black people could be good at space like i guess for me i just never thought about it but i get it though i get why they well it's it's that. the same thing with dominoes it's like when right i remember uh i was dating a cuban girl and i went down and played dominoes with her family and that's a you know i know dominoes is big in uh the black community as well but it is humongous mm. in the cuban community like it's the thing you do they don't play, that's because they don't play space we we have we go back and forth they just do straight dominoes <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just play dominoes. But the fact that I was good at that kind of, uh, they were like, oh, shit, look at this gringo, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aaron, the, only yeah. Thing that's, the only thing we were surprised that you could do was cook. That was it. Cards, we can, we can believe that. <laughs> any, tip, typically, any game that revolves around math, I'm usually pretty good at. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Kelly Lee, how's your uh, fast going? <laughs> but speaking of, of um, Terry cooking, every time I pull out some of the seasonings that he brought to my house, I'm like, oh, Terry. Mm. <laughs> As I grind my pepper. And you are welcome. <laughs> my little paprika. I'm like, oh, thank you, Terry. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. He definitely gave me the upgrade on the grind with the pepper. I just get the little, you know. That's so easy. No, don't ever buy ground pepper ever for no reason. They sell it. In the grinder now, there's no reason to ever buy ground pepper. No, you have updated me. I I grind yeah. it myself now. I'm 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 hooked. Yeah, I'm hooked. I appreciate it's it. It's so much better. Wait till I get you on ground cumin. Oh my god. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, never buy powdered cumin. You can you can buy the seeds, toast them in a pan, and then just throw them either in a mortar pestle, which is what I do, or you could throw them in a you could throw them in a coffee grinder or a blender or anything like that and powder it yourself. And it's a million times better, and it costs less to buy the seeds than the powder anyway. It sounds like it's a lot more work. <laughs> it isn't. It's a, it takes about five minutes. Okay. It's okay. literally nothing. I, I there's so By learning to cook, there are so many things that I do now that, that I'll never buy store-bought again. Just because all it takes is like 10, 20 minutes, maybe, of effort. Like, mm -hmm. I make my own salsa now. I'll never buy jarred salsa again. Because yeah, if, you, if you have a food processor, it takes like 15 minutes to make your own salsa and you're good for the year. I, I mean, you're good for the week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In fi no, you're good for the week <laughs> in about 15 minutes. 
Mm-hmm. It's it costs you less. It's way better, and it's better for you because there's no. It's not processed. So gua- gua- guacamole, uh, salsa, and even tortilla chips. I make my own tortilla chips now. Mm-hmm. Send me the salsa recipe for sure. I will. Put out this weekend. Do you have a food processor? I can pick one up. <laughs> they are they are cheap. You can usually get them for about twenty bucks. Yeah, so. I can pick one up. But I love salsa, so fresh salsa from the house sounds really really good. Oh yeah, and my salsa is fire. I'm just yeah, I, I know be, we believe you now. I'm I know I'm forty. <laughs> I'm not supposed to say that, but I'm saying it. Uh, oh now now you believe you now. Oh, I had to come up. I had to come up there and prove it first. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> you had to earn that. I, I actually thought about Kelly the other day because it was it was late. I did a comedy show. I got back at like eleven o'clock. I was, uh, you know, I was tired, but I was starving, and mm-hmm. I just had a, I just had a few random ingredients, so like just some flour and some baking soda and baking powder and stuff. And I was like, well, you know what? I'm gonna make pancakes. And I thought about you. And teaching you how to make proper pancakes, yeah. But they were they were so good, and I didn't even teach you the right way because you had like a mix. Right, I said mine was from the box. <laughs> yeah, yours was from the box. It wasn't wasn't good. Yeah, mine was from the box. But yeah. if, if if you've got milk and you've got white vinegar, you can make buttermilk pancakes because you you take like a cup full of milk and throw like a tea, tablespoon and a half of vinegar in there, yeah. and it'll cur- it'll curdle the milk. And make yep. it look really gross, but that's basically buttermilk that you just made. You throw that in there. Oh my god, it's so good. I did that actually like a week ago because I didn't have buttermilk and I wanted pancakes. Yeah, it's so good when you do it at home. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna listen to this back and then get the ingredients. No, send me the yeah. pancakes. Pancakes. <laughs> do you salsa. sift your flour? Uh, I don't. I because when I when I make pancakes, like I told Kelly, you want those lumps in there. Never over mix your pancake batter ever, I, ever, ever. I double sift mine because I like them airy. No, uh uh-uh. uh, no, you don't get them airy that way. But I, you well, get I them. like the way I make mine. <laughs> well, then I'm just saying, don't be closed minded. Try this out, don't sift it, put it in there, mix it just a little bit to where it's cohesive, but it still has lumps in it, and leave those lumps. Because once you heat it up, those lumps, they burst. It's not going to taste like flour. They burst, and that burst is what causes that airiness. That's what oxygenates the, the pancake while you cook it. Kelly, I'm, I, I sure hope you enjoyed this lesson because at this point, you've missed your turn on. Yeah. Yeah, you're done. Where's the one's cooking so segment? You can, so you can, That's right. You, you, can, you can thank Terry for taking up your it's time. It's fine. I'm doing uh, well. I will do we, it. We don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't care. I have already filmed the first five episodes. You're done. You're done. Okay. No, I'm uh, saying I've already filmed the first five episodes of my new cooking channel. I will do a cooking here. second on here. Okay. Yeah. I think the the point of my interruption was so that it would stop. Not not because yeah. y'all y'all are y'all are taking this to a whole. Uh, I know, and and the point of me continuing or... is to bug you because everybody else is enjoying. Terry, you bugged me the first episode you logged on. No, I'm just kidding. Right. No, I, no, I love you, Terry. I'm just, every I'm just every episode, hopefully. No, 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 no. If you was, if you really bugged me, I wouldn't do a podcast with you. I think, I think you're great for the podcast because you're so okay. pur- purposely controversial, and you know you don't mind talking out of 
you know, out your ass sometimes. And it works. I don't look, I don't do it on purpose. This is just look, if you take somebody with Asperger's and you put them on your podcast, they're going to say some stuff. You know, you have Asperger's? I do. And HD, uh, ADHD too. Really? Yeah. Like an official diagnosis of Asperger's. Yeah. The funny thing is I do a, I do a joke about it in my act uh, because I didn't get diagnosed until I was 35, which, if you didn't know, is not normal. <laughs> That's yeah. interesting. That's- yeah, but my, I asked my dad about it one day, and I was like, did you, uh, did you notice any signs that might have shown you that, that something was up? And he goes, oh, yeah, you were definitely different as a kid. And I go, well, why didn't you do anything about it? And he went, I don't know. We just We didn't do that kind of stuff back then. That is so interesting, Terry. That's we didn't. We didn't want you to be the weird kid on Ritalin. It that helps me just, understand you a little more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. No, no problem. It's it's because <laughs> with me, it's all facts and no feelings. Yeah. Like I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes sense now. Kind of makes well, sense now, doesn't it? it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense now. It really does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. But okay. I, but I am handy to have around because I do have those facts. But, I mean, all... but even like, but even, right, like the the memory, the knowledge, the 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 information that you hold. But yeah. then, like you said, the some of the socialness and the things you say, and you're sure. in that part that Rudy's talking about that back and forth, and, and Terry's gonna say mm-hmm. <laughs> what he wants to say. Yep. Um, I can give you the perfect pancake recipe right now. But I couldn't tell you what my father's birthday is. I think it's it's either the fifteenth or the sixteenth of August. I can't. For some reason, my brain doesn't hold that information. But but it, I that that makes sense. Now that yeah. Now that was worth every yeah. It, it's not an awesome <laughs> life if you want to know straight out. <laughs> well, you know, but, I'm, and we'll talk. I'm sorry because Rudy's gonna get mad. But you know, I'm a school psychologist, so I work with students. Yeah. Um, yeah on the spectrum in my, you know, at work every day, I didn't, and it's so funny as an, well, I'm not even going, as an adult, as you as an adult, I didn't, I didn't, the thought didn't cross my mind. And then when you said it, I was just like, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, apparently, according to my psychiatrist, it's very mild, mm-hmm. uh, no, but it, sure. but it's there. So. Yeah. But like when you said it, I was just like, okay, but it wasn't something that just stood out to me for the last year or so that I've known you. But mm. when you said it, I'm like, okay. Okay. Well, now I don't give a fuck about how I'm doing. So let's just get into the topic. <laughs> you, you two have completely taken over. So well, um, now we all, all four of us, have something in common. Now that's great. <laughs> What's that? We don't give a fuck how you're doing either. <laughs> that's a. That's low hanging fruit, man. You're a comic. That, that fruit. That fruit was on the ground, Terry, and been and oh. has been for a while. <laughs> okay, I'm still taking it. There you go. That's mangoes in your neighbor's yard. That's what that is. This is your turn, Terry. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, is it actually the end of times? Uh, why, to, to elaborate a little bit more, why is it that every generation of Christians seems to think they're living in the end days? Uh, because I've heard this all my life. You know, we're living in the end times. We're living in the end times. Uh, and it's usually just people to the way I see it, at least is people rationalizing things that they can't rationalize without it, uh, or rationalizing things they don't like, you know, 
I mean, maybe it's just a really long ending. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's could just, be. It's, it's just ending for a while. Like it's because <laughs> it's gonna be a big. I mean that that yeah. that very well could be the answer. Only because like the the whole span of human history in relativity to the rest of the universe is nothing. It's like the blink of an eye. Right. The tw- twenty thousand years, as far as the universe is concerned, is nothing. You know. Uh, so maybe maybe it is. Maybe it. Uh, I'm saying like maybe every generation may- is seeing a, a sign from the Bible. Like one, you know, one generation is seeing a sign, another generation is seeing a sign, and maybe once you see one sign, your mind just thinks that you're seeing all of them, and you'll live to see the rapture or whatever. But realistically. You know, it's it's it may just be a dragged out process. Or maybe if Je- maybe if Janessa is going to text during the podcast, she can mute her phone so we don't hear the ding every time it happens. Jesus, you're not my phone. That was wow. me. Now, okay, it's, it's, it's apologize. I thought it. I thought no, no, it was I you. I apologize. Apologize. I, I apologize too, <laughs> but you were the one looking down no, 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 the whole no, time, no, so no, I no, assumed. No, no. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, got, that's I said I apologize. <laughs> that okay, was- you were looking down. The evidence was pointing at you. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Um, I have Aspergers. <laughs> you know, I could just now it's an excuse. Nope. So I can just nope. throw it out whenever. Uh, nope. Not well, that. there there is a very clear verse in the Bible that says no man shall know the date of Jesus's return, which, which is, would be the rapture. Uh, and I, I feel like people just ignore that. It's again, it's more cherry picking the Bible, you know, because honestly, like I went through a real crazy phrase at, at one point where I, I bought into that and I, I studied revelations a lot. Right. Uh, I feel and, like, uh, I mean, I, I feel like us as humans, we, we have to try to make sense of things that don't, you know what I'm saying? I think it's just a natural yeah. reaction. Like even that's why I even, I don't run myself crazy, but have ran myself crazy even about the whole free will thing. Cause like it does when it, it, when it doesn't have a logical sense to me, my mind tries to wrap something around it. And so of course, a lot of Christians turn to the scripture. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. Our ways are not his ways. As high as the heavens are above the earth. That's how high his thoughts are above ours. I get right. it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, that doesn't necessarily stop the human brain from hearing something and then trying to make sense of it. That's just like when people die. If something dies, you nobody, you don't, there's no situation when somebody dies, especially if you know them and you don't want to know how they died. You know what I'm saying? Because to, because because you want it, you want it to try to you, you have to have an ending to this story in your mind. You can't just let something just be a cliffhanger, like, oh, they did. Okay, I just show up to the funeral. I don't know how it happened. I don't know why it happened. Like people's minds just don't work like that. So I feel like in the same regard, when it comes down to the end, any little increment of, oh man, like you see all these, all these, whatever, whatever's mm-hmm. it's the end of times. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and as mm-hmm. things get accepted, sometimes the, the goalposts shift. Cause at one point in time, people when like when being gay was frowned upon, people would have seen a lot of people being gay <laughs> and they would have said, oh, it's the end of times. Because it's, you know, it's, or you know, it was like, it was more than frowned upon. <laughs> no, but I'm just but I'm, I'm just saying I'm just saying in general. But now that it's not, mm. people may, people may not consider that an end of time, you know, sign or whatever. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what, so I, for, to, for my answer, I guess is what I'm saying. I feel like humans just naturally 
try to wrap their head around like, am I going to be here when the time ends? Am I going to see Jesus? Like, is the rapture going to come and I'm still going to be here? Am I not going to be here? Like, what is that like? They even have well, a tri tribulation trail in, in Atlanta that takes you through that whole thing so that you can almost get like a live experience of what the rapture would look like and all that stuff. I've done well, that several times. It's the intense. tribulation tra trail? It's, it's like something okay. you walk through. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. The the day that somebody comes up to you and says, renounce Christ or we're going to kill you, then I'll say that's the end times. Because that's a pretty clear marker uh, is, you know, renounce Christ or you die. And in which case, I would just die. You know, that seems like a pretty big loophole. But that has, that whole, does, that has happened just in other countries. It don't happen in America. Mm -hmm. but that, that's You're happening. right. It doesn't happen in America. But, again, the day in this country or any other but the day that somebody comes up to me and says renounce christ or we're going to kill you i'm going to be like well i guess it's the rapture so go ahead and kill me you know because just just being like we talked about with the poker thing you're just playing the odds at that point uh and you're saying like well i get i'm gonna die either way because it's not like you're gonna they're gonna say renounce christ and oh now you're our best friend come in here no they're gonna kill you any other way uh, so it seems like to me that's the biggest loophole in Revelations is that if you do make it, you know, to the time of tribulation, uh, that you get to basically just make a choice. Like, do you want to die and go to heaven or do you want to live and renounce Christ? And to me, that's no choice at all. So it's like, why not just take that? Ladies. And like I said, I, I study Revelations for about a year just to because uh, I got really into it, which was crazy. I don't have a comment. I was trying to um, stop the dinging <laughs> of my phone, of <laughs> my computer. You just mute it. <laughs> Half a com I didn't know. I didn't know how to do it for my computer, so I've missed most of the conversation. Sorry. Oh, Janessa's okay. turn. That's fine. Okay, so I was going to read part of Matthew 24, uh, verses 3 through, I think, 14. So anywho, it says, As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Jesus answered, watch Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah and will deceive, Donald Trump. And will deceive many. <laughs> you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All of these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But, this, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved, and the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world a testimony to all nations and then the end will come so i just got this made this a scary ass podcast i feel like i was like my heart no was no <laughs> it doesn't have to be scary 
It doesn't Sorry. have to be scary. No, no, no. But it, got, it got intense. Go, go ahead, go ahead. So, but to the point though, is like we can say we can look at different points in history where there have been the things that these scriptures have talked about, where there have been wars and rumors of war, where there have been famines. There was just an earthquake um in the Pacific where there was tsunami warnings for California mm-hmm. and China, I think. Like that was just yeah. last week. So it's like I think the re- the reason that each generation feels like they're in the end times is because they're seeing things that the mm-hmm. Bible has spoke of happening. Mm-hmm. Now, like you said, there no one knows the day or the time. And that's why you got to be ready. And I think that's partially why sometimes like some of the stuff is happening. So that as Christians, you know, you got to be ready. Because mm-hmm. if, if you're ready, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't know. But to kind of keep us on our toes sometimes, and I mean, that's mm-hmm. why what God was intending, but I kind of feel like that makes sense, though. we go through these yeah. the things he's saying so that we aren't so lackadaisical, like, oh, we got all this time. It's not the end mm. of the world. I'm going to live my life however I want to because, mm. you know, I got all this time and that might not be the case. Mm. That's all. No, that's deep. I mean, it's like low-key like God giving us the inside scoop. You know what I'm saying? Now, and when I say us, anybody who actually reads it and believes it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get the you get in the play before it actually happened. Like you, you start seeing this shit and you still out mm-hmm. here bullshitting. That's your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like I, like I, I gave it to you playing. And, 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 and to that point, I feel like because those signs, like, cause life is apparently a long thing. And I don't mean individual lives, but I'm saying like, just it from the start of time in between it being the end of time, like there's a lot of time, that has passed, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like because time, I guess, is so spread out, especially with lives, like, I guess it makes sense why the signs would be spread out as well. Because just imagine if our great-great-grandparents and our great-grandparents and then our grandparents, they didn't get no signs. Like, they was never aware of anything. They would have never pushed it on us, like, man, that shit in the Bible ain't real. There, there like, might. I, I, I ain't never seen that. But if you see it, I can pass it down generations. Like, hey, you need to watch out for this. And now, now that you're aware, now you looking for stuff, and then now you see something else. And then it just it just keeps going generation to generation of awareness. Because if people didn't see it before you, it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal to, for you to then try to. You know. that, there, there may be something to that, Rudy, because it, it's that's very similar to a sermon my father has preached many times. Uh, on uh, <clears throat> on Genesis, because people say, oh, well, you're telling me God created the earth in a day, all the animals in a day, the universe in a day, in a day, in a day, in a day. Uh, yeah, but maybe that's a day to God, and a day to God is not a day to you. Maybe a day to God is an epoch, you know, or maybe the it's Bible a month. talks about that. It says maybe like it's a, a millennium. It's like a thousand, a day with God is like a thousand years on earth. That's right. It could be a millennium. You know, uh, so so there is there's room for for debate on that. Personally, um, I believe that this this entire argument of why every generation, because you can go back hundreds of years and still have this on uh, documented that they thought they were living in the end times. That's basically how Mormonism started. Uh, Joseph Smith showed up in a field uh, and said that God was returning and that he knew it. And 
every a few followers showed up and they waited in the field. Obviously, God didn't show up. Uh, so he said, oh, I got the math wrong. And then a year later, he's like, this is the day. And more people showed up. And then the next year, because God didn't come again, but the next year, even more people showed up and showed up and showed up and showed up. Uh, I actually, I think that's the Church of the Latter-day Saints. I can't remember. It's one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, they grew that religion, uh, a Christ-based religion, um, out of failure. He just kept failing, and people kept showing up. And the more he failed, the more people showed up. And I thought, man, I, when I read that, I, I thought, why would people do that? And I honestly think the answer is pretty easy. I think it has to do with human ego. Um, I think that we find it a lot more comforting to think that we won't die, but the whole world will die with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not just, does, I mean, just by saying that, just think about it. Because we've all thought like, oh, we're going to die someday. But think about it. If you thought, yeah, I'm going to die someday, but when I die, everybody else dies with me. Isn't that a little more comforting? I mean, it's horrible, but isn't it more comforting to think like, well, I don't want to die. And then somebody's like, well, everybody's doing it, you know, (laughs) and then and then you're like, okay, all right, I'll give it a try. You know what I mean? Like it makes it makes it more palatable. Uh, So I think it has to do with human ego directly that it's just easier to think that you're living in the end times and you're not going to die and leave your family behind. You're not going to die and leave the world behind. It's not going to spin without you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're going to go with everybody because the whole world is going to go because again, it's been hundreds of years of this, you know, you think people would wise up, but they don't. Do you think that it's, do, y- do y'all think that there's life like on other planets? And if so, Cause I, I guess cause I'm thinking about like when the, the end of times come, like, is that for planet earth and humans or is that like the planet stars, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like what, what, what all is ending when this, when this happens? I've so, talked too much. I'm going to let the ladies go. <laughs> I was trying to find the scripture, but the Bible talks about, you know, that, and then there'll be a new heaven and a new earth. And I always wonder what that really meant. Because us, like us, when we die and go to heaven, that's it. Heaven is the end for us. Mm-hmm. But when I when I hear new heaven and new earth, sometimes I wonder, like, so is an- another wave of like people gonna come and right. do this again? Right. Um, I don't know. I also. <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> It's like it's like God got like different little games in this. Really like, so let me tell you, I have two this other y'all gonna right. look weird. Two Jesus, things. come back to this when I'm done. So y'all remember um, Men in Black Two at the very end <laughs> when they go into the uh, what was like the the cabinet or whatever, and then it turns out we're like a marble and a bunch of marbles. And that like, was Men in Black One, huh? That was meant to be like one. That one, but like sometimes yeah. I do think about that. I'm like, are we just like uh, one little speck in this whole thing? And there's like even bigger thingies that are playing games with us. That, and then I also had another kind of theory philosophy. This is recent. That's why I'm excited about it. <laughs> what if 
when galaxies or stars explode or whatever, <clears throat> that's the birth of a new timeline mm -hmm. of heaven and earth. Right. I don't know. And it's just been going on for so long. And that's why we have so many galaxies and we have so many stars that we see. Now it is it is an expanding universe. That's been this is a far fetch. This is this yeah. is just me being crazy, but it's not I think you're about actually it. you're closer to the path than you think you are. But yeah, maybe I don't know. Do you think do you think with that, like so there just say there is a new earth, right? There is a new wave of human life or whatever, right? <clears throat> do you do you think that like the like just say history will be different. So like whatever happened for, for us in our wave, they'll have a totally different experience. So just say there may not be a Holocaust or slavery or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you think it'll be like that? Or, or is it just, you know, a, literally another wave of, or how many new heavens and earth? Like is Jesus just constant? That's what I'm saying. Is he hopping from, you know what I'm saying? Generation to generation or whatever, light year to light year. Like he's just like, all right, coming back here. Is he having to die like multiple times? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? It, it depends. Are humans there? Because if humans there, there's going to be some slaves, and not necessarily saying it's going to be the black population. I, I know that's where everybody will go, but let's just remember there's been many other forms of slavery. There's slavery today, uh, and and every great human accomplishment has been accomplished by slavery. Let's just. You know what I mean? Like, it's just human nature. It just is. If I'm powerful and you're weak, you're working for me, whether you like it or not. Uh, okay. Um, what? Like, how do they build those pyramids? Oh, they just <laughs> threw I mean, a bunch yeah, of Jews I mean, at them and didn't care what happened to them. How do we traverse a well, nation I don't know. I, I, I with a railroad? What, I understand we blew up what a bunch saying. of Chinese people. No, no, no. We didn't saying, care. I understand yeah. what you're saying. I just, I, just, I just wasn't clear, I guess, on... Oh, anyway. Kelly, uh, do you have anything to contribute to this conversation? Not really. Uh, <laughs> I, knew, I knew that's I, what she's gonna say. <laughs> when I saw the comp, when I saw the topic for the day, my mm. first thought was, um, I don't know, because it wasn't it wasn't worded like this when when Terry put it in the chat. Um, not this exactly, but I was like, I don't know if I ever thought about is this the end of time as we mm -hmm. discussed here like i see why you know the question was brought up and i you know um i definitely see where people have you know talked about because these things have happened on earth and it relates to what it said in the bible that this might be the end of time but maybe i'm just selfish maybe i just think about my little <laughs> my little space um in the world and how long i'm gonna live and i don't think beyond Right. <laughs> Beyond that, I try mm. to live my life um, as best as possible to align with what the Lord would want me to do. Um, and that's and I don't know if I really thought about you know this is the end of time we're all going to die together. The you know because I'm gonna live my life right. I'm a good wholesome Christian, so it doesn't matter. Like like Janessa said, stay ready, and you don't have to get ready. So if the Lord decides to take me today, Lord, I hope I make it to heaven. Um, please forgive me for all my sins. Wow. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. Did you just <laughs> <laughs> that took a turn? Okay. Dear Lord, please forgive me for all of my sins. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. But <laughs> those known you, you, do, you do realize that, 
you don't have to keep saying that, right? Like when he died and you believe that that's that's the forgiveness. You just oh, so you, then I can just go and do what I want and say. What I didn't I want. say I didn't say you can do what you want. I'm saying you don't have to you don't have to go to God and ask for forgiveness after you've already accepted how he forgave you. Is what I'm saying. Is it is actually? It, it all comes down to John three sixteen, which is why it's the most famous verse in the Bible. He so uh, he whosoever believeth in me shall never die, but enter the kingdom of heaven. That's it. So do I not acknowledge to God that I realized I was wrong? You can acknowledge to God that you were wrong uh, because he knows you're infallible because he made you and he knows that, you know, he made you infallible or he knows that uh, he made you fallible and you're a man and you make mistakes and you're not like him. Like uh, Rudy said earlier, he's on a different plane. Um, and he's basically saying, as long as you believe in me, you you can be flawed, you can be fallible, and uh, but you're still gonna get to go as what long I, as you just put your faith in me. And what I what I was saying, Kelly, is like so you don't you don't like it's not like after you sin, like at the end of this week, like I gotta I gotta go to God and ask for forgiveness for the sins to cover these ones that I just did that were new. You know what I'm saying or whatever. Like it's you accepting Christ, right? So I get that. Co- that covers that's right. Not. Correct. Right. So, so what? I, so all I'm saying is, I'm not saying that you can't pray that prayer or whatever. All I'm saying is, is that the power is is what you've already done. It's not in that particular. I, and I hear what you're saying. And I guess for me, I see it as, um, and though, well, I'll say my parents, and though their um, their love may not be as unconditional as God's, <laughs> um, you know, but. I see it the same way. Like if I've if I've wronged my parents, um, I want to address par- that. Right, but your parents didn't do they didn't do anything to forgive everything that every right, time they wronged them. You feel what I'm saying? I hear, so I, hear what, I hear what you're saying. So I'm, mm. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought it was cool. <laughs> yeah, because I gotta get into it with Kelly here in a second. So go ahead. My <laughs> finish thing up in my daily conversations with the Lord, and I talk to the Lord about everything, you know. And so if there if there's a space where I know that man you know, I've done something wrong, you know, and it may not even be forgiveness or, you know, whatever, because I know that I'm forgiven. It's Lord, I am acknowledging that I sinned. I am acknowledging that I, I don't know what sins I do, but whatever sins I do that I've, that I've sinned, you know, and that I, that, and, and me saying that I know that it's not okay for me to continue to do this, though I may, um, <laughs> but I'm acknowledging that I understand that, right. Um, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Like, I get that. Um, but like I said, but it, to me, it's my conversation with God. Like, man, because there's some things that I've seen and I don't remember, you know? Right, like, right, but I know right. that he's covered them all. Right. Um, that's the beauty of being a Christian. It's, that's the beauty of accepting Christ. And it's what not I'm saying, about what, the sin. But, but what I, and, uh, just real quick, Terry, before you go, what I'm saying is you're not incorrect for doing that is what I'm saying. I wasn't saying it to say stop. Or, you know, because because however you pray or however, if it makes you feel better or that's what you and God want to do, I, I'm not trying to alter that. I'm just making you aware because I know for myself, my at least, and I won't push this on you, for myself, I definitely used to put a lot of power in the asking for forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? Like to, to basically cover something that, that I've done or about to do. Like, I mean, I've, I've even asked for forgiveness before I've had sex with girls before when I was a teenager. Because in my mm. mind, I'm conscious of it. And I'm saying, like, Lord, forgive both of us. You know what I'm saying? So, but we did that. But, but what, but, and to be clear, even on something that you said earlier, 
nothing that I'm saying has anything to do with saying this is a free card to sin. I'm not saying go and be wild because God covered you. I'm saying if you so happen to do something, whether you know that it's wrong or you, or you don't know it's wrong, you going to God to, 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 to cover that sin in prayer, prior to that prayer, that sin was already covered. I understood. And, and, and so, but so if you still have that prayer, perfectly fine. You're not right. doing anything just, wrong. Yeah, just I, I, right. Right. Lord. Yeah. Right. That's, so that's what I was saying. Yeah. Just right. my, my conversation with the Lord. Well, uh, Gary. it has nothing to do with the sin. Again, you have to go back to John three sixteen. It's why it's the most famous verse in the Bible. Um, it's not about your sin. It's about your belief. Uh, he so he whosoever believeth in me that's all you that's as far as you need to go is he whosoever believeth in me your sin makes you fallible which you're born fallible which is why christ came to earth in the first place was to absolve you of your sins that you were given the day you were born you were never going to be infallible you were never going to be christ-like you can try and achieve it. You can try and attain it. You can try and be Christ-like as much as you want, but you're never going to be. The second you entered this world, you were a sinner, which was the whole point, was to give you a chance for redemption. Say, if you believe in me, you'll never die. You'll enter the gates of heaven, which seems like something that people would want to believe, you know, 2,200 years ago. Uh, because death was scary and they didn't understand it. You know, this is the same time in, in history where people thought that illnesses were caused by ghosts. You know what I mean? Like it, it was an unevolved time. So you kind of have to think about it like that. Um, I think that the Bible is, there, there was this old adage, uh, like an old uh, uh, anecdote that they used to say when I was a teenager. It says, Bible, B-I-B-L-E. That's basic instructions before leaving Earth. Right. Um, which is a stupid acronym that somebody just made up. It doesn't mean anything. But I think it led me to a good thought, which is basically like if you believe in God and you really put your faith in him and you live your life in faith in him, you will reach heaven regardless of what sins you commit. However, the Bible is giving you instructions on how to lead a good life here on Earth. It's trying to tell you how to lead the best life you can here on earth. Not for, I mean, God takes pleasure in you being successful or you being happy. So you're doing it for God's pleasure, but you're not doing it for his approval, which is different. Um, like take, for instance, premarital sex, which is one that most people have cast off at this point. Uh, is premarital sex is a sin. Um Call it a sin if you want to, but think about this way. Uh, if you went your whole, if you went 25 years, the first 25 years of your life, never having sex with anybody, you met a person, fell deeply in love with them. They had never had sex with anybody. And then you guys got to share that one thing that nobody in the world ever got to have. Wouldn't that make for a better marriage? Just naturally, there would be less jealousy, there would be less envy, there would be less uh, resentment, there would be less suspicion. There would, you know what I mean? Like, you take away a lot of the evil out of your relationship just by having that one thing. Do I agree with it? 
personally, I didn't when I was younger and I've already crossed that bridge. But if I had to go back, I would say, yeah, that, that would probably be awesome. That would probably be awesome to be married to a woman that's never felt the touch of another man except for me. And I think it would be equally as awesome for her. So is it an archaic kind of draconian rule? Yes. But would it make for a better relationship? Absolutely. But then again, people only lived to be like 35 back then. So mm-hmm. when they talk about not having sex before marriage, they're like, oh, you're 15, still a virgin? Good to go. You know what I mean? Like that, that's the way it was back then. By 15, 16, you were already married having kids. So, um, so you kind of have to think about it in both secular and non-secular ways because it was a time in history. We have records of it. You know, there are scrolls. We can, you know, there are archaeological finds like we can prove some of these things uh you know that's why the shroud of turin is such a big uh controversial thing you know was this really the cloth that was put over jesus or was it not it can be proven one way or the other there's no way to dna match but it's not the point the point is that i think that the bible should be used more as an instruction manual on how to have a good life here on earth Uh, When it comes to faith, if you believe in God and expect to see heaven because of it, when you die, then you probably will. Um, You know, because otherwise it's a very flawed system Uh, because you're telling me Jeffrey Dahmer, who killed and ate people, recants on his deathbed, and now I got to share heaven with him. (laughs) Like, come on. Like, it doesn't it doesn't work. It doesn't work otherwise. I mean, and even speaking to the whole instruction thing, I think it goes back to what Janessa said about, you know, the Bible telling us what the signs are and then you actually see them happening. You know what I'm saying? That's just like... Um, you don't see them happening. What's what well, not in reality. It's a... It's a uh, this is actually Terry, good Terry, for Kelly. Terry, Terry I'm, still, I'm still talking. Okay. All right, my bad, my bad. You're right. I, I get Asperger's. I get off on a Now table. all of you here, you can't um, open the door to this floodgate. It all comes out. Um, but yeah, the 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 instructions, the signs. I I I just I think I think they're they'll be around, you know, even longer than us. I mean, my my hope, even to Kelly's selfishness, I kind of take part in that. Like, I just really hope that I get to live a long life, you know, and and the end doesn't. I mean, if the end comes, it still comes at the end of that long life. Like I wouldn't want it to happen if I was like I mean, obviously I'm past his age, but if I was like 23 years old, I think anybody who you know, just I mean, just imagine like the end of the world comes like right before you get drafted to the NFL or something. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't know if you I don't know if you'll know it in heaven, but that would that would be pretty. That's shit. a really, that's a, <laughs> you know that's like, a really shitty way to look at it. You know but, what I'm saying? Like, or like, or it's the day I'll, of it, right before I'll they call you your name. It's like. Boom. I'll tell you, know you what, when, like, when the Terry, moon Terry, turns, Terry, Terry. oh, you're still going. All right. Wait. Sorry. Go ahead. But, but, um, so I so, but I'm saying, but to my selfishness, just like Kelly kind of admitted, I, I do hope that I get to, I mean, even outside of the end of the world, I, just before I die in general, but if, when it comes down to just, to just say the end of times and Jesus returns, I, I would definitely selfishly, uh, like to fulfill not only the desires of my heart, but even just, you know, what I feel like God has purposed me to do, you know, here on earth. Like I, w- I would definitely be, if I was allowed to be disappointed in heaven, I feel like I would definitely be disappointed in heaven if it happened, pre- you know, prematurely. 
Now I'm done, Terry. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> and then the ding from That's Kelly's perfect. computer. <laughs> that was so perfect. Was so that was so perfect. What I was going to say was, uh, you know, look, when the moon turns blood red and the sun turns black as sackcloth, then I'm on board. You know what I mean? When, when rivers turn red, I'm on board. Uh, but until I see all of that happening in a similar time period, there, there, and I was going to say this is actually uh, really, I want Kelly to pay attention to this because uh, these are actually disorders. Um, uh, there's one called paradonelia. Uh, and then there's another one called aprophenia. Uh, and this is basically where you're seeing patterns where there aren't any. It's kind of like looking, uh, it's a good example they use is when you're looking at clouds and you see things that aren't there, but your mind kind of makes them there because you, you kind of adapt it. It's kind of like when, when somebody, uh, early in my comedy career, somebody told, like, I got a number of people, they're like, Oh, you look like Christian Bale, but only if he put on a few pounds. <laughs> and and I was like, oh, well, thank you. So I made a joke out of it. But then I found out there was a whole nother group of people that says you look nothing like Christian Bale. You know what I mean? So it's people seeing things where there aren't any. Uh, and we can do that with everything. We can do that with anything. Um, normally, people do it with opinions that they already want to believe. Uh, they want to believe those things. So it makes it a lot easier for them to kind of put the pieces together and say, oh, we are in the end times uh, because look at this war or look at that war. Or look at this turmoil or that turmoil or this or that or blah. And they can cite you examples. It's the same thing Nostradamus used to do. He was basically just playing the odds. Uh, he was playing the odds, which is why some of his predictions came true and some of them didn't because he was playing the odds on what was going to happen. He was saying... You know, he he wasn't he he wasn't a future teller. He a fortune teller. He couldn't see the future. Uh, he was just playing the odds on what could happen in in mankind and what couldn't. Which is why half of his stuff never existed and half of it did come true because he was betting on black and red. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's what we do today. We see patterns where there really are none, but we want to believe the end result. We, we start with the conclusion and then we find evidence to support the conclusion we started with, which is like the opposite of the scientific method, which is where you're supposed to follow the evidence to the conclusion. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about, but okay. um, I, do, well, I, do, I, do, I do have a, I do have a question for all y'all because y'all didn't answer it earlier. We can start with you, Kelly. Um, Y'all never asked. Do, do you do you think that there's life on other planets outside of Earth? Just I'm just out of curiosity. It's really it's no right or wrong answer. Well, this is not a question. There is. We already well, it's, it. I, I definitely said Kelly. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I was gonna say whatever the science says. Um, I'm, I'm talking about your I'm talking about your thoughts. Just your uh, thoughts. I mean, my thoughts would be whatever the science says. I don't know. Um, but I but to your to the point that you were making when you asked that question. Um, just kind of hypothetically, do I think that, you know, if the Lord transitioned from, you know, if there was a new world, do they have the same history that we do? Mm -hmm. um, I would, I was going to say, I hope not. Like, I hope that they, you know, there's another world out there that he goes to. I hope that they have a whole nother life. Um, 
a whole lot of history. I think that would be pretty cool, pretty fun. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think science is that there's life on other planets. I don't, I don't know. Go ahead, Terry. Um, you know, just to speak on what Kelly was saying real quick, um, my father actually used to have a theory about heaven and hell, about how they were different planets. And, uh, you know, and when you died, that's where your spirit went. That either went to basically what is planet heaven or planet hell. Um, but there, there's no debate about this. We've already found life on Mars. We've, we've found fossilized uh, life on Mars. Uh, I mean, it was, you know, it's bacterial, but it's life. It's alive. You know, we, we've already found it. Like it definitely exists. The question is whether intelligent life lives on other planets. Um, and I would like to believe that there is, in fact, I think the likelihood that there is actual physical life still existing on a, on a different planet, the odds of that being true are a lot higher than the odds of God existing. Um, only because when you do the math on this, you're talking about an infinite number of planets spread across hundreds of thousands of galaxies. You know, our, our little galaxy is just one. But we know that there are hundreds of thousands of galaxies in an ever-expanding universe, which is constantly, we know this because of Stephen Hawking, he proved it, that the universe is constantly expanding. It's constantly getting bigger. Uh, so to think that out of hundreds of thousands of galaxies, trillions of planets, that life only found its way here, I mean, it would be like winning the lottery a hundred times in a row while getting attacked by a shark and getting struck by lightning all at the same time on Christmas day. Like the, the numbers are astronomical, but if God created earth and God created man, I don't think he really has rules on where he wants to create other life either. Gotcha. You know, Janessa? Um, <clears throat> you know, I don't know. <laughs> I agree that, I like that answer. I don't know. That's what I go <laughs> I, with. I don't know. I agree that um <laughs> like bacteria and eukaryotes and prokaryotes, I don't know. I'm just throwing out terms from biology. Uh exist Doing a good job. on other planets. I do. But one thing that I've recently kind of been trying to wrap my head around is, you know, the things we see, even like the fruit certain animals were not the same fruits and animals God made when he said he, you know, let there be light and let there be this and let there be that. And, you know, I would even venture to say, we don't even know what the creatures look like that God created at the beginning of time. Mm. So, uh, hundred percent on board with this. I love what's happening. So, who, who's to say that the bacteria and the prokaryotes and the eukaryotes and the whoever, whatever, is also what God created? Other places he also created on Earth. But, you know, as we evolve and whatever, this is what we've become. And, you know, they might evolve and become something else or they have evolved and become what they are. You know, we I don't know. We're literally just 
this big in the grand scheme of things. Right. Um, Janessa, I love you so much right now. You're my favorite so right now. I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, at the end of the day though, I trust God. Mm-hmm. And I will say that the things I try to find God in everything. And like when I see it lightning and you know, if you, this is the thing that gives me, have you ever heard seeing lightning and then it'd be so loud that your whole house or your car shakes or whatever. Mm. And it like immediately strikes fear into me. <laughs> I'd be like, God, I, I'm sorry. I mean, do it. Like the power of God is just amazing to me. And so I would not put it past him to say, oh, he can't do that. I'm not, I'm never going to put God in a box and be like, he could not create. Mm. That's that being on Mars or whatever. Mm. Um, so whatever is out there is whatever it is. I'm still on team Jesus and that's how it's going to be. But see this, this is the brilliant, this is the brilliant side of this is that again, it comes down to ego. It comes down to that aprophenia again, which is Janessa hears London, uh, uh, sees lightning, hears thunder. It rattles her house. She um, automatically thinks it has something to do with her, which it doesn't. It has nothing to do with her. I didn't but say it had to do anything with me. But, I just recognize no, no. the power of God in that I, I I get it. I, I used to think this. When I was a teenager, I used to say, think the same things whenever I saw a really nice tree. I would think, think about it. That thing started out as a seed. And for some reason, something inside that seed combined with oxygen and nitrogen and sunlight and just burst forth light. And then a hundred years later, here's this huge banyan tree that stands just, and science, as much as I love science, they can tell you how the tree grew. They can tell you why the tree grew. They can tell you what's best for the tree, what's bad for the tree. They can tell you everything about the tree, but they still to this day cannot tell you what makes that seed spring forth life. They still can't tell you that. And they can't even tell you that about us. They can't tell you why when that sperm meets that egg, life is created. They cannot get down to the nucleus of that. <clears throat> and that's what gets me so fired up about subjects like this is because I love science. I've studied it my whole life. Uh, I love biology. I love uh, astrophysics and, and studying all these things. I do it in my free time. Uh, but you, when you mix that with theology, you can really get to a really – kind of cool understanding of like Janessa said, I don't know. Uh, Stephen Hawking, one of the greatest astrophysicists the world has ever known, said when somebody asked him on camera, they said, do you believe in God? His answer was, I can neither prove nor disprove God. So I do not have an answer. I can't, I have no more evidence to disprove God than I have evidence to prove him that, you know what I mean? So to me, to me, what that leaves me with is, you know what I go off of? I go off the one thing that humankind has that no other organism on this planet has. And that is a conscience. I feel like our conscience is our direct connection to whatever, whether God is a man with a beard living in the clouds, like the paintings would depict, or whether it's just the energy that holds life together in the universe whatever it is there is something to us that makes us more evolved and we do have that that feeling of guilt like you can raise a baby in a room alone with nobody but 
if that baby was to grow into a 10 year old and then you show that 10 year old human suffering, they will feel empathy naturally from inside. That's something that other animals just don't have. No other species has that. So I would say follow that. Yeah, I you lost me a long time ago. But to, uh, my an, my answer I knew that I would. <laughs> my 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 answer uh, to this is that honestly, when it comes down to planets, like my I don't know is when it comes their existence. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying planets don't exist, but like I don't feel like every person in the world has seen planets. You feel what I'm saying? Like I don't like if there's a select few people who are saying that. I've seen they, planets. No, but there, there's, there's, you know. Well, I got a telescope right over there. You don't, you can have a telescope and see planets. Oh, gosh. What? I'm just, congrats to you, I guess. But what I'm saying is, so when it comes down to me, like, I don't, I don't necessarily just, and once again, I don't have a, I don't have a theory or a reason or thinking that planets are bad or they're just making this up to try to, I don't, there's nothing behind that. I'm just saying when it comes down to life being on other planets, I'm just not even sure about other planets because for me i've definitely never seen them i've only seen the earth i've seen the sun i've seen the moon you know what i'm saying i've seen stars i've never seen planets so i'm for gonna me, send you a telescope buddy that's fine but what i'm my answer for right now regardless of whatever you i don't need nobody to try to prove it because you're not gonna change my mind tonight i'm just saying i don't have a theory against planets i don't think planets are evil i don't think it's a part of the signs it's nothing like that all i'm saying is when it comes down to life in general my question of I don't know is even to the planet's existence at all. So there's that. Kelly Lee, it's on, it's on you. you can. Is that how we're going to end it with planets might not exist? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Church announcements. On Instagram, make sure you follow us at the worst ones, PK. Um, and then if you want to share in the experience of the podcast, make sure that you listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast. If you want to see our lovely faces, we're on YouTube for all platforms. Type in The Worst Ones Podcast. Make sure when you get there to like, comment, subscribe, and subscribe and share. Thank you to all of our 500 million, 100,000 followers. We love you. At Princess Kells 51. It is still private. Wow. <laughs> but, you're, but you are saying never change it. You say you are accepting requests, though. I do accept some requests now. I am bringing you no more spices, no more nothing <laughs> until this is public. I, I can't do it. Mm. I said she baby step. She said she accepts some people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Embrace uh, the world. <laughs> you can oh, find I'm me. Selfish. I'm in my own little bubble. Sorry, Janessa. Mm. No, no, no. You're fine. <laughs> but you can find me um, at Melanated Bruce for all things coffee, tea, and beer. We have fun over there. And then you can find me at J Brianna double underscore for my personal page that I actually don't really post to, but go for it. There you go. I noticed that today. Mm-hmm. I bet I haven't been on that one. I because I'm terrible at Instagram. I really am. I'll admit it. I, I don't know how it works. I don't know how the filters work. I just figured out one today, and I sent you the picture. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that the means Disney TikTok's thing. just gonna go right over your head. 
No, TikTok's easier in my fair, opinion. Fair, fair, It's charging up. Fair, charging up. Okay. Terry Wing comedy at all social media <laughs> platforms. Uh, I also want to say that you know uh, to Spotify, like either Joe Rogan's podcast goes or our podcast goes. I think I'm going to take Neil Young's side on this argument. Um, so if you want to lose a Spotify, you know. For Joe Rogan, I guess. Nobody knows about what's going on. Never mind. I, 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 and, I, it's, just, it's just church announcements. It's just not, it's not time to dabble. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to throw some entertainment in here. My bad. <laughs> the, the podcast is over. We've been on over an hour now. Uh, at Rudy of All Trades is my personal page. At the podcast official page is the other podcast that I host. Uh, we actually just shot the episode, so you have to wait another month if you want to join us. But we shoot it live on Zoom. Uh, 815-499-0955 is the Zoom ID if you want to join. Oh, I love the new background, by the way, Rudy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this, I'm, I'm in Tampa in the podcast studio where what this was built for, I guess. So it's, you know, it's a little more decoration. And if before it's great. Kelly's sitting there shaking, shaking her head, same thing I told Janessa, we do this online. We don't have a, a studio anywhere. So I, there's no reason for me to have a background that says the worst ones if we're not all for there. Yeah, so, that's fine. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I'm talking to Kelly. I'm talking to Kelly because she's shaking her head at me and Janessa already chewed me out earlier, but because I got on a, I was late, which is why I didn't say, does he have a whole background of his other podcast? I, it's a whole podcast studio for the other podcast. That's what you're not realizing. Yeah, yeah. He cares more about that one than this one. But I'm pretty sure that you could turn the camera and sit another way and where we just see the purple wall. No. No, because then, yeah. then it's cross-promotional. This is called it, synergy. It, it, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be purple and white. Okay. What is it with uh, black people and purple? I've never understood that. Everybody, what is that? I don't. Maybe you guys could help me. What? Yeah, that, that was the most racist shit you did since, <laughs> since you've been on this Dude, podcast. you can say that all you want to. <laughs> I'm just kidding with you. All right. The evidence is there. It's, I, I've never known that it was a thing with purple, but it's fine. It uh, is. We, we, Look we, for we, it. It's, we're done. We, we appreciate right. you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Um, <laughs> we have been the worst ones. Please follow, like, subscribe, and most of all, share. 2222. <laughs> Of the world.